Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, this is Ruben uh, Tomas with the, uh, another edition of Hoops Advisors podcast. I mean, and still and still undrafted free agent Tim Beamer right here. Unfortunately, at least for uh, NBA wise, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so tonight was the draft. Uh, I I expected a lot more movement amongst all the teams. Uh, there really wasn't a lot though, like. The, uh, I feel like there was a lot of there was a lot of pick movement, but there wasn't a lot of movement as far as like current roster players getting moved around. We might have honestly had I think we had the biggest trade of the night on that front. We we really did because uh, we we traded for uh for uh, you know Josh Richardson uh, out of uh, the Sixers uh, for unfortunately better Curry and I think it was a pick what pick thirty six I think is what yep, it was which which yep we. Turned into Tyler Bay, but you know, pour one out for our better Curry, old Seth. We're gonna miss you, but you know, I really like the things that Josh Richardson's gonna bring. But we'll dive into all that here. Yeah, I mean, like you know, uh, you know, looking at the draft, uh, you know, we had what pick eighteen, pick thirty one were the only two draft, draft picks that we had this year. Um, I really thought that we were gonna move up somehow, some way on the eighteenth pick, uh, but like things like the way other teams were drafting, just like it didn't make any sense to me because. So I, I definitely follow, like, Mavs draft. He's, like, the guy that I follow when it comes to, like, draft stuff at all. Because, yeah, he does, like, Mavs stuff. But he also talks a lot more about, um, like, the draft in general. Like, he's very knowledgeable on just, like, general draft stuff. And, uh, you know. Absolute, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute must follow if you're on Mavs Twitter in any capacity. Absolutely. You know, and so, you know, him talking about, okay, like, you know, for instance, like, the Suns to draft X, Y, Z, and they go and draft, like, Q. You know, like, random, like, just, like, yeah. things that weren't, like, on his board, and he was like, what the hell? And, you know, we had some good guys, like, up up for grabs at our pick. Like, I know people are like, oh, like, Desmond Bain, Desmond Bain, but Desmond Bain, obviously, I think, um, as much as I love him, like, because he is, like, a TCU kid, he's a local kid, you know, I know... And he's got a badass, he's got a badass name. He fucking does, you know, that's, that's I'm telling you, man, the entire night, I was like, oh, God, if we draft as in Bane, like I'm gonna be fucking ecstatic, cause, dude, I had have, have to wear masks. We're gonna have to wear masks to games anyway. Yeah, it's like I, ha- I had, I had, uh, I had, um, what do you call it? I had memes on deck for that pick, and it never happened, unfortunately, cause he got picked with the thirtieth fucking pick. But you know, um, Josh Green, man, uh, Josh Green, uh, the guy that we picked with the number eighteen, uh, he seems like a kid that is gonna benefit us from day one, which is nice. You know? Yeah, I think uh, the athleticism and the motor on defense will translate right away. Like, there's a lot of guys who have to – there's a lot of development or just you got to be patient with the things that you need to develop for them to be great players. Like, 
think the biggest project in this draft is probably R.J. Hampton, and you're going to have to wait a few years on that. Uh, but with Josh Green and, you know, even with uh, Tyler Bay, we got at 36, the athleticism, the motor, the defense, I think that's something that translates right away before any kind of offensive contribution comes. Oh, absolutely, man. I'm just like, and like, of course, like with me, like I'm mostly like a social media guy on Twitter and, you know, like I'm not too much of like analytic, yeah. analytics guy or any, I really don't like, I don't even look at any of the footage of these dudes usually, you know, until after we've gotten them. And, you know, I was looking at stuff of Josh, uh, of, uh, Josh Green. I know Mavdraft again, like had like five or six tweets about like just like different clips of what he does and stuff like that. I was like, okay, this guy like looks like he can fucking play. It looks like he can contribute right here now, which is really nice. Um, you the know, physical like, tools jump off the screen. Yeah, like, yeah, like you know, defense. Like the defense is going to be great. Like I know, like we had like the number one, you know, number one offense last year, and we can still build upon that. Even though we, you know, did um, trade, you know, uh, Seth Green or Seth uh, <laughs> Seth Green Seth Curry, but uh, you know, um, I think like obviously like what we need to focus on, you know, is going to be defense. You know, like. And, like, it looks like Josh Green can get a shot off on occasion, which is nice, you know. But we definitely needed a guy who can fucking defend. Uh, a guy who might be, like, a true 3 and D guy. Um, yeah. You know, which, I mean, like, we have a couple guys who, like, like, like you know, um, Dorian Finney-Smith, who kind of, like, go in that role a little bit. But this guy, from what I've seen, he looks like one of the guys that's, like, it's a, a true, pure 3 and D, which is obviously something that we need, you know, especially in this, in this NBA. So, you know. Yeah, and looking across different, I would say ESPN, The Ringer, just even Mavs Draft, just different places that had or analysis on him. Um, the one weakness that they kind of all agreed upon is when he has the ball, he can get a little fearless that leads to kind of being reckless and doesn't always have a plan in his head when he drives it. Mm. It leads to some beautiful passes, but he can turn it over. But, like, in two years, if one or two years, if he's a regular and a starter and he's playing next to Luca, he doesn't really have to worry about handling the ball all the time and getting in those situations. Exactly. You know. So I mean, I think I think he's in like the perfect position for what his weaknesses are right now. Exactly. And then you know, obviously later on in the night, you know, I know all of Mouse Twitter was like, "Hey, like at number thirty-one, like does amazing gonna be there? Does amazing gonna be there?" Because it's like everybody was picking other guys that I never heard of, you know. <laughs> And so, and obviously, like, you know, Memphis swoops in, like, drafts, you know, trades for the, I think, for the 30th pick, dresses and band. Very, very on-brand player for what the Memphis Grizzlies are usually known for. Yeah. Kind of grit and grind and all that. yeah. You know, but he's a good shooter, you know, which is a added little wrinkle for them, you know, which is nice. But I mean, like, but, you know, but at 31, we drafted a, a, we drafted a Tyrell, right? Tyrell Terry, Tyrell, kid. So I'm, Tyrell Terry. I'm familiar. I'm familiar because the uh, late night Pac-12 games. I caught a lot of Stanford basketball, and I got uh, family Pac- big Pac-12 big after Stanford. Dark. Yeah. yeah, big Stanford fans in my family, so I was familiar with them going in. And I have actually a buddy in Omaha right now who's a head coach at a high school that uh, when he was coaching in the Midwest before he moved to Vegas, then back to Omaha, coached against teams from Minnesota, which is where Terry went. Oh, um, nice. I think like Minneapolis, De La Salle, or one of those schools up there. But he was telling me like since then, because just when he committed to Stanford, he was like, You're really going to like this kid. Like just shoots lights out. He's a walking bucket. Like, um, and that, uh, 
if we're looking to replace what Seth Curry does, the catch and shoot shooting numbers on him, I don't have them right in front of me, but they're insane. He's like in the 96 percentile Holy in shit. college basketball wow, for like fuck. catch and shoot. You know, and obviously like it's it's kind of poetic, you know, um Tyrell Terry, draft for thirty one. I had someone someone tweet at me today saying, Hey, we should get a hashtag Tyrell thirty or Terry thirty one trending for obvious reasons. And it's like it's just so poetic. <laughs> like you can't yeah, make it was funny because my reaction to Memphis drafting Bane, I tweeted out the gif of there's the infamous gif of Jason Terry just looking like lost and sad and just, yeah. he's got his face scrunched up. As soon as they took Bane, I tweeted that, and then our next pick is a Terry. I was like, give me all the Terry's in Dallas. Yeah, it's nice. You know, just like seems like he'll be a fun kid to have around, man. And then I so and then obviously like you know, we're all kind of like, okay, Terry, cool, 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 blah, blah. And then the fucking, like, the hammer drops where we trade Seth Curry for, you know, Jay Rich and then get the 36 pick. And the 36 pick ends was, up being Tyler Bay. Which... I was turning my PlayStation on. I was like, all right, I'll just keep up with the rest of the picks on my phone after 31. It couldn't have been longer than five or ten minutes after we picked up uh, Terry that the Jay Rich trade news broke. Yeah, dude. I was like, oh, shit. Like, obviously, it was like, because I, I obviously, like, I sent, um, I sent, uh, what's the name, uh, Tyrell Terry, like, uh, you know, congrats, you know, welcome to the welcome team, blah, blah, you know, all stuff. And then I get, you know, I get, I get, I get added. And I'm like, hey, like, by the way, like, something may be happening. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so they're like, oh, fuck. Like, he may be, he may be getting traded, you know, which I'm like, oh, that kind of sucks because that, that may be like an idiot. But turns out, no, we didn't trade, we didn't trade, you know, Tyrell Terry. We traded, uh, Seth Curry and the 36 pick, you know, so, or four, you know, yeah, so the, yeah. the way it kind of broke, I think was either Woj or Shams just said that Richardson was coming to Dallas. So I thought yeah, that it was, was almost it. exclusively going to, you know, involve whatever picks we had just made. Then like, not only for it to not cost us either of the guys we drafted, but the, to then add a pick. And yeah, yeah. Obviously we're going to miss Seth, but like, I don't see how you walk away from this night saying like, the Mavericks didn't add a lot of things they needed and they aren't in a better position than they were 24 hours ago. Yeah. Like overall, like I am, I'm happy, man. Like I know like on Twitter, like I have to be like, Oh fuck, I'm going to miss Seth. And I am going to miss Seth, you know, but it's a business and he's going to be able to go play with his father-in-law. And it's just like, it's nice. You know, it's nice for him. Like he's going to a place where he's going to, he's, He's going to make $8 million to play for his father-in-law. Yeah. I'm not too heartbroken for the guy. You know, and we're sadder than he is right now. You know, and he's going to a place where, like, they need shooters, you know? Like, Maury's... Absolutely. Like, like Daryl Maury's already fucking... You know, he's being a wizard out there. Like, doing, yeah, like, crazy shit. Yeah, if you're going to give shit, Ben Simmons so. the keys to your... If you're going to give Ben Simmons the keys to your franchise, you need to surround him with shooters. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what he's doing at the moment. So, you know, he trained for Danny Green, training for South Korea, like... Dude's got shooters now around him, so he never has, he never has to shoot a three point shot ever again. So, yeah, God, you know. To start the day, if you told me to start the day, if you told me the Mavs were going to end up with the green by the end of the night, I was just going to jump off a bridge and the, say, "Oh, it's yeah. Danny Green, isn't it?" Yeah, it's like, oh, it's fucking angry. Yeah, dude, I'm really excited to see what these guys can do, though, man. Like, I don't know. Like, again, this can change. Like, we'll probably do another recording like Sunday or whatever after everything is kind of settled, or you know, whatever. But a lot can change. And none of these guys could be on the team. Yeah, no, you know, anything can happen, man. Like, there's so much can happen in the next, you know, couple of days to like a week, week and a half. Like, 
up until basically the first when I think like um, you know training camp is supposed to start like so much shit can happen. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a very uh, crash course for everybody involved. So yeah, we've we've hit the start button and it's pretty much all gas no brakes until the season starts. Like yeah, it's gonna be fucking insane. That <laughs> stove is on. Yeah, man, it's it's a lot. A lot's gonna be happening and. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, I don't know, man. I'm excited. Just kind of see how things go. And, uh, I hope, like, I, I don't want to, I was obviously like a lot of people on Twitter, like, Hey, like, don't get too attached to these guys. Cause anything can happen. And I'm not like, but I wouldn't mind, you know, these guys, like, I want to see kind of see like, where they, where they end up. Like, again, like a lot of, after talking with Mavs draft last week, like a lot of this draft is going to be more of a crapshoot more than usual, just because like. There isn't like, you know, you can't, you can't do combine stuff. Like you can't have, you know, there was there was no like NCAA tournament and stuff like that. Like yeah, you don't have any March Madness tape yeah. on these guys unless like, they're sophomore, junior, seniors. Or it's like you know, like what like what do they do? Like how they handle the pressure and stuff like that. You don't know, you know. So and obviously like the NBA is a whole NBA is a whole different game than the you know, NCAA in some aspects. So, but I don't know, man. I'm excited. Like I'm hyped. Like. Um, again, we're recording this like literally right after the draft. Like, I just got I got a tweet saying that Shams just said the last, you know, last pick of the draft, sixties pick. So whatever. But I'm excited. Um, we'll kind of see what's happening uh, going forward uh, with these with these guys. Um, I'm hoping I am hoping that like some of these guys like stick around. You know, hoping that some of these guys aren't just trade pieces for later on because. It seems like it seems like all these guys will benefit us in one way or another, whether it be defense or offense or you know stuff like that. So, yeah, and the thing about the NBA draft is if you get usually, I mean, most teams get one or two guys from the drafts, maybe give some undrafted guys some run. But honestly, like we need one of these guys to hit. If two hit, phenomenal. If three hit, it's like holy shit, we're talking dynasty, which we already kind of are. So. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, we're trying to call our expectations, but at the same time, it's it's always fun to get you know guys who have potential who can you know who who can obviously like you know they're saying like Rick Carlo earlier you know was saying how you know the, you know um, a lot of these guys they can they can uh, contribute now, which is nice. You know, like we need guys like we're in a weird spot where it's like we're not quite supposed to be contending contending yet, but. We can still like moves to get there, you know. Yeah. Like I don't know, but I don't know if year three Luca is supposed to be making the finals. But if he does, I'm not gonna be upset about it, you know. So. I mean, the scary thing we always talk about with Luca is like he doesn't have to improve anymore to make no. what we gave up and like no. drafting him. Or if if what he is is last year and that's all he ever is, we have a top five player and an MVP candidate for the next ten, twelve years. Yeah. Assuming yeah. he resides. Yeah. So it's like it's about putting those pieces around him, and if you want to say the deficiency is his defense, which I think that's a little overblown. People say see a Euro out there, and they're always going to assume, oh, he's slow, he's not good defensively. I'm not saying he's great. I think he's a little better than people get him, give him credit for. I think he's at least average on that end. Yeah. So. But three of the four guys they added tonight with Richardson, Bay, and Josh Green, obviously, um, they're the exact kind of like wing guys that. Uh, they just you're not having to put Luke on Kawhi for that many possessions. You're not having to put he doesn't get switched onto LeBron or stuff like that. Exactly. That's the thing you have to think about when you yeah. get to these later and later rounds in the playoffs. 
I mean, even within our own our own division, you probably drafted a guy tonight that you can put on Ja Morant or DeMar DeRozan or James Harden if he's still there, which, LOL, everything going on there. Um, yeah, that could change real quick. That could change tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, when Karis LeVert is a rocket here in 24 hours. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> you know. um, yeah, I mean, it's exciting that the skill sets they – I mean, we all kind of knew it and – the front office seemed to realize too that we have this one very specific skill set that we need to aim at acquiring and it seems like they took they got four darts tonight to take a shot at the board and get yeah, that done. Yeah. So you know we'll see I how mean, maybe not are. with maybe not with Terry defensively, but I mean he's not an unathletic dude. I think he can pick it up on that end. But you know, what if he turns into a forty three percent second unit guard? Yeah, you know, it's like the forty three percent from three, yeah. And the one thing the one thing I like about like drafting guys is that like these guys theoretically are malleable. You know, like we can we can shape them to be what we need, you know. So, you know, like and again like you know, guys like, you know, obviously Josh Green, like, they have their skill set. And so like Rick Carlos, like that's why Rick Carlos is excited. He's like, Oh, like, this guy's ready to go, <laughs> you know? You know, like yeah. I probably want to shape him as much. But like for the other two guys we drafted, like maybe we do. You know, we don't know, like you kind of got to see, again, like, training camp's happening like a week and a half from now, which is crazy because <laughs> it's normally like, normally not like this. Normally there's, you know, summer league and, you know, you know just one-on-one training, stuff like that. But, I mean, this year is going to be, cool. you know, this year's going to be, this year's going to be a hit the ground running, you know, and just, you know, so. Yeah, I'm, I am curious to ask, did you have any point in the night where you were either really wanting to or you were convinced that we were going to maybe trade up from 18 or go grab a guy from 31? Like, do you, did you did you have any point in the night where you saw one guy falling and you were like, okay, we need to trade up to get this guy? I had one, but I'll let you go first. So, so Denny. Uh, Denny yes. was, was the guy where I was like, oh, shit, like he's dropping. You know? <laughs> once, he dropped, once he dropped past eight, and then the Wizards immediately took him to nine. But once yeah, he dropped yeah. past eight, I was like, if he gets in that 12-13 range, man, I'm, I'm sending whatever I need. Yeah, I Obviously, was, yeah. And it would have been 18-31 and probably, you know, one of the top eight guys on our roster. But, like, God. Yeah, like, I was serious potential there. I was ready. To, I was like, oh, fuck, if Denny falls, dude. Like, I think once, like, once he got, I think once he got past, like, seven, I was like, oh, shit. Like, this could really happen. Yeah. You know, and I was like, oh, that's fucking crazy. Like, what the fuck? I mean, in a year, yeah, in a year with no clear number one pick and no, like, nothing's guaranteed, but there wasn't, like, a LeBron or an Anthony Davis. Or, or a Luka. Like a, yeah, like a surefire number one. It's shit, even Luka wasn't number one. I but, know, but yeah. I know, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, this is this is your franchise guy. I think I think Denny might have had the, uh, had the highest ceiling out of anyone taken tonight. I guess you could make the argument for, like, LaMelo. I'm... I'm not a believer. That same basketball coach buddy that I just told you about <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. texted me, texted me when Charlotte took ah oh, crap. Who'd they take? Uh, in the second round. He, oh, oh, no, no, no. In the second round, <laughs> but he texted me as soon as they took their second round pick, and he was like, "It's funny they just got a guy in the second round that's better than the guy that they took number three overall." Bro, I, I just don't know, man. Like again, this year is so weird because of like obviously the COVID stuff. So I, you know, I didn't, I like. Cause normally, like, normally what happens with me when it comes to, like, draft prospects is, like, I focus, like, just on um, March Madness, you know? That's normally how I figure out. That's normally how I, like, I look up guys. I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. And, like, and I'll text, like, Mavs draft, and I'll be like, hey, like, 
what about this guy? What, what should I, what should I be looking out for this guy? What should I look out for this guy? Like on this team, is there anybody who might be drafted? Blah blah stuff like that. You know, but like, you know, I just I don't know. Like this is the one. Like literally, like you know, like on Twitter, I'm always like, I don't know shit. And then like this is this is the one year where like I really don't know shit about anybody. You know, but it's like I know a little bit like the top three that got picked. You know, obviously because of you know. Like, LaMelo, obviously, because his dad and Wiseman, you know, just because, you know. Oh. But, because I knew those guys were going to be the guys that would go, like, pretty high up, you know. But, I mean, like, this is the one you were, I don't know anything, man. Like, the number 18 guy that we got could be as good as the number one guy in the long run. You know, you don't know, so. Yeah, and I mean, once you get past, like, the top 10, I mean, that entire stretch from almost 15 to 60, you know, you could be... You could be drafting Draymond Green. You could be drafting, uh, shit, who knows, Shane Larkin. Like, yeah. You never know. God, fucking Shane Larkin. <laughs> yeah. That's the first, first one that came to mind because they were showing the Bucks logo on the screen. Uh, right yeah. Now. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I just, if I'm aiming for like ceiling, I probably would have gone for Denny number one. And I don't think anyone would have roasted Minnesota if they would have gone to number one. Yeah. There's just like, it's. There's yeah, there's so much variables like here. So Boston just took a, another dude from Israel. So that's two guys from Israel in the same draft. Oh, that's cool. That's kind of yeah. dope. It's glo- you know global uh, global game, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, otherwise than that, you know, anything can happen in the next couple of days. Like we're gonna try to, and it might be not me or it might not be Tim, but it might be somebody on just talking about stuff. It could be Squish, whoever, you know, because yeah. things. I don't know, man. Like things can things can really pop off in the next couple of days. It just looks like it. I have this like weird air about it. So, but if nothing else, we'll have our our weekly uh, weekly recording at on Sundays. So, yeah, it should be fun. We'll yeah. we'll see what this roster looks like in twenty four, forty eight, ninety six hours, and all that. Yeah, so something something is going to be a wild one. Yeah, if something really crazy pops off, we'll probably do another emergency podcast, but. I just felt like we had to get we had to get something else. We're all bored until we're all bored until December twenty second. So basically, yeah, you know. But anyway, with that, guys, uh, I think that wraps up today's uh, little little mini recording. So uh, uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, If you like what you hear, uh, give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Um, Otherwise, you can like and subscribe on whatever um, podcast you know host you use. So otherwise, uh, I'll see you guys later. Take it easy, guys.